0: Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. So I'm going to start this episode with a little bit of follow-up about express transportation. Last week we had... Talked a little bit about like what would happen if because this service is so cheap, what would happen if you know too many people signed up for it and it became you know it just had really long lines and became no better than uh, than using the regular bus system, right? And a guy on Twitter who's at Disney in Ohio had tweeted that um he waited over an hour for an express transportation bus. That's not a great start. Yeah,
1: but but it's not a it's not a perfect start, but what he said that he said the other one got there in time, right? Yeah, so
0: his tweet said that he had one okay experience and one bad experience.
1: Right, but the okay uh... You know, with, with text, it's so hard because it could be, I had an okay experience and then I had a bad experience or it could be, I had an okay, you know, it's really about how you inflect that as to how okay. Okay. really is. Right. Um, but I don't know. I guess I'm not surprised that, that there are some longer waits. Um, but at the same time, I don't, I definitely think that that should be uh, a complaint that you have because now you're paying for the service. Right. Um, you know, but I, I've done some, uh, you know, reading around and uh, on Twitter and the forums, uh, what like, uh, I think Disboards has a long post on it. Maybe WDW Magic does as well. A couple of those places. And there have been plenty of people who have taken advantage of it and have had the 30 minute waits as expected. Um, and so I, you know, I think there are some growing pains and some learning uh, that's being done right now. But for the most part, it appears to be working out.
0: Yeah, I just it needs to be flawless for uh, you know, a service that people are paying
1: for. Don't worry, it will be flawless when it's forty eight dollars for a multi night stay and yeah, thirty dollars for a single day.
0: It's way too cheap.
1: I mean, this just
0: is gonna as much as I hate to say it, it's gonna need to, you know, double in price. Well be- well we're gonna need to they're gonna need to expand, you know. Either have buses come every 15 minutes or start having two buses come every 30 minutes or something.
1: Well, but you you say all that, but most of the reports have been that the buses are relatively empty.
0: Well, I I believe that for right now, but having isolated incidents when it's brand new and in testing phases is only going to get much worse once it's more well-known and not, you know, quote, testing
1: anymore. Right, right. And and at this point it's very it's very hard for people to even find out that it exists. Um, you know, because what you can't even I don't think you can purchase it at the resorts right now. Uh, so I think it's you have to do it at the park ticket counters or at guest relations and stuff. Mhm. So, yeah, it's definitely not being it's not being pushed nearly like it would be pushed if it was an actual service. But again, I think that once it's an actual service, if it becomes an actual service, uh, they will, they will have some of this stuff ironed out. So I'm, I, am i am not super concerned about that other than it is, it's always disappointing to hear that, uh, somebody paid for something and received a, a less than optimal experience. Um, especially when Disney's involved, you know? And I think then the, the follow up to that tweet,
0: Uh, I think it's a little more concerning because he said that not only was he waiting an hour, but apparently there's no shade and no benches in the waiting area. Right. And that is a problem. You know, I understand that they're not expecting people to have a wait, but if there's even a, you know, 1% chance you need to provide some sort of seating or something.
1: Well, and again, I think that that's another, it's a, it's a test, you know, and, and as we discussed, I think last week, if this becomes a a full thing, I expect that they will likely build, uh, you know, buildings or whatever. There, there will be infrastructure built for this long term. I don't think long term it's going to be you know let's set up a sandwich board and corral people into line. Sure. Uh, and it could be. It could be. I just don't think. I don't think that's the long term view. No more than I think the long term view of Cabanas is is right. tense in the middle of. Tomorrowland.
0: I still wonder how they could do it. You know, if this is going to become a thing where they build infrastructure, where, where can you put it? You know, like there's
1: lots of parking backstage, there's parking lots and stuff like that. Um, for, you know, managers, uh, and I guess maintenance staff and some other types. So yeah, there, there are areas that they could expand into backstage because there's really not, you wouldn't need a lot of space for something like this either.
0: Well, yeah, but how do you get like? I'm I'm more wondering how people get to it, you know, not not where backstage, but where would you
1: put it that's well, accessible from within the park? Well, but you just you make a you make a short walkway between the two areas, you know, and you just wall it up on either side, the same as you do when people are walking into an attraction or something, you know. Mm. So I don't I I don't know I don't think it's that. Uh, that big of an issue. I do like the fact that, you know, I think I saw somebody talking about uh, with strollers and wheelchairs that you can, uh, if you, if you have one of those that you've rented from Walt Disney world. So, you know, you walked in the park in the morning and picked up a, uh, a double stroller, say you can take that to the, to where you're going to load up in, let's say magic kingdom. You'll, you know, pull the kids out, jump on the bus. And then when you get to Epcot, you can they'll they can get a double stroller for you, or there will be one there, or whatever. You you're not required to go return that at the front of the park. Then go to the express transportation, and then go and pick one up from the sa- you know from the front of the park, which you're nowhere near when you get dropped off. Or try to haul the stroller onto the bus. Oh, yeah, Disney's not going to allow that because <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. They don't they make you fold up the fold up uh, your stroller has to be able to fold and all that kind of stuff. Can you imagine even trying to pull a, not even a double stroller, but just like the, the, the small Disney stroller, those, those plastic monstrosities on, I don't even know that that (laughs) could fit on a bus. If it, if it could, that would be like the only thing on the bus. It would be half hanging out the doorway and, uh, guys just wait for the next bus. It'll be here in about 30 minutes for you to, to, to ride. And then you can meet your kids over at, uh, wherever you're going. That's,
0: that is, it's really helpful because I can I mean it would be it would be horrible to get off the bus and have to walk up to the front of whatever park you get into to go get a stroller so that's that's definitely a, a thoughtful, you know, addition to the service.
1: Well, again, it 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 would kill the express aspect. So Right, right. I guess my point is Disney is thinking about things like this and so I just I I still feel like the the while While the growing pains are not gone, they are being worked through, and that's the reason why you know uh they're not publicizing this when you call in to make a resort reservation and then they're not you know I think they've got the brochures available at the resorts, but again they're not letting you buy it at the resort they're they're trying to keep it manageable right now yeah and meanwhile yeah. those of us who are on disney twitter and and social media and whatever else just we're we're intensely aware of it
0: inundated yes yes and the, and sometimes it, it's hard to step outside that echo chamber and really get what the you know normal view of all this stuff is
1: definitely and and the other thing to remember is this is a test and yeah again we have seen disney test so many things that we've never heard from again i'd i'd like to think this is something that's going to stick around uh because i do think it's beneficial for people who have park hoppers but at the same time, you know, I I don't know what we had the where they were working with the third party for the for the food reservations, and then that went totally mm. by the wayside. Uh, yeah, you know what the the three DSs that were right. they were going to deploy throughout the you know throughout the parks that you'd pick up that would give you information that essentially turned into My Disney Experience. Um, but yeah, there there have been so many things that have been tested in the past. Just remember that you're, you're, if you're listening, you're inside baseball a little bit here. And so who knows this, this, the test is, I think, uh, scheduled to run for what, 30 days or something. I've, mm. I've heard some places anyway. I'm not, not certain not on that, too but long, yeah. but I feel like it's, it's something like that. And then they're going to pull it and they'll make a decision based on that. Or I guess they could extend the test, but right. in 30 days it may be gone and we may never hear from it again. So, hmm express transportation uh you know it's it's something and we'll just have to see long term if if the hour is the norm or if 30 minutes is the norm
0: yeah so that's all i had for follow-up um what do you got on magic band 2.0
1: oh am i am i talking about magic band 2.0 sure yeah why not sweet sweet (laughs) so magic band 2.0 is magic band 2.0 there you go (laughs) done are we done? Have a, magi- have a magical yeah, there day. You, there you go. <laughs> No, uh, Magical Band, Magic Band, Magical Band, really? <laughs> they are so magical. Magic Band 2.0 was something I wanted us to cover uh, when we decided that, you know, stupid Thanksgiving was going to get in our recording schedule. <laughs> yeah. And since then, I've watched it on our, on our list of topics, continue to drift and I'm like oh gosh do we even want to talk about it now or is everybody going to be wondering why we didn't cover it uh when it came out at Destination D but we can we can now segue into talking about it by saying that they are finally for sale yes so uh I know what the multiple places have reported that they are now available at the Transportation and Ticket Center gift shop uh the 45th anniversary uh Magic Band 2.0 version is available for purchase there um I think what we're recording on the 15th mm-hmm. yeah and tomorrow Super Mario Run Day That's right Super Mario Run Day as <laughs> it will forever be known. Uh so tomorrow they're going to be launching a limited edition uh Rogue One Magic Band and that is also a a Magic Man 2 2.0 whatever we what, what are we going to call this cuz that's I don't want to say Magic Man 2 over and over again. Uh, I I want to call it the Magic Puck but the man, pot.
0: you gotta you gotta be really careful to make sure you get that P sound in that's, there. You that's know what right. I mean? So so
1: two point uh, Yeah, there you go. So <laughs> yes, two point will will have the forty fifth anniversary and the Rogue One. So it is now officially launched, and therefore we can talk about uh, that. We can talk about it like it's a thing now.
0: I love them. We a while back there was a rumor, you know, that they were going to have a little Riverstone size thing that was going to be magic bands instead of a a rubber band like they had now and i am really really happy about that it is so much more versatile um you can wear it in a magic band you can wear it in a pennant you can you know basically any holder that will hold you know that it'll fit in you can just put this thing in and carry it around you know you could put it on a on a wrist of of any size, you know, or put it in a little pouch and, and clip it to whatever. So I I love that you're not just locked into this um this one size of kinda awkwardly shaped rubber that never, never really s-
1: sits on your wrist right?
0: Never sat flat on my wrist and, you know, into this thing where yeah, you can and and so much easier to personalize. You know, you get a black magic band two point you know, disk whatever, and you can buy you know a bunch of different kinds of things to keep it in and and switch it on the fly
1: well and they and they were actually showing uh again at destination d some of those other options where they had like the little mickey shaped uh thing that you could hang off of your belt loop uh you know and it and it would fit in that or i I forget what all that you know there, I want a retractable
0: i d thing
1: Oh, like the little retractable like i d card things, yeah, and you just flip and
0: yeah, cause that that like. would be so much easier to put up against the you know the uh fast pass things, and then you just let it go, and it zips right back to your your waist, yeah, yeah, you'd look um, totally nerdy, but that's yeah, It this would is, be super you, functional you
1: essential you essentially want to wear the cell phone holster. magic band
0: two no i don't never mind never mind don't
1: (laughs) i don't want that (laughs) see you backed off that so quick yeah but i think i think something that's interesting to me is you know you brought up the personal personalization aspect of it and you know with magic band one uh you you could find people on etsy who were selling the you know like the little vinyl overlays Uh that you could put on or you know somebody had bought them and they had done this amazing artwork on it, and you could buy that. I'm wondering, what do you think are the chances that some company is just going, you know, some some factory in China is going to start pumping out just the Magic Band holder, yeah, right, like A, the wrist holder without 100%. the hundred percent, yeah. And so then the people on Etsy will be able to buy the blanks mm-hmm. and design them however they w- they would like to design them.
0: Yeah, I could, I can't see why that wouldn't happen. You know, I mean, it's such a, it's like Apple watch bands, yes, you know, you absolutely. have, you have official ones that cost 50 to, you know, $900, but you also have cheap, you know, Chinese ones that cost five bucks. And I, yeah, gosh, I can't see why that, that I can't see why that isn't already happening. Right. You know, once, once those companies get the dimensions of the thing that, the of the magic band itself or the magic you know puck itself then why not why not just start pumping those out injection mold them and pump them out
1: so so if a magic band the 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 new two right Uh if it is missing it's it's the little puck that goes in the middle is it still a magic band no which which part of that is the magic band
0: i'd say the little disc thing is magic okay so the band is just a band
1: Okay, so the so because I mean you could
0: you could take that little you could take that little puck thing and stick it on your wrist with a you know rubber band off of some asparagus.
1: (laughs) Well, no, because I'm wondering like like how what is the because we're opening the door to to terminology, you know? Mm. Like, is it going to be the magic lanyard and the I don't know the baggage luggage tag or whatever whatever the puck is attached to? Does that is it is it kind of like Air Force One? They you know? kind
0: of they kind of painted themselves into a corner with band. calling it band. Yeah, it cuz it yeah, at, at
1: this point they have broken the name Magic Band. Cuz they're calling it Magic Band 2 and well, but we haven't seen the accessories. I I want to see cuz you know, they had the what, Magic Bandits? Weren't weren't that uh-huh. weren't weren't that. Wasn't that the <laughs> name of the things that uh attached to it and then you had Magic sliders right yes so so then so then you would have i guess again a magic lanyard and that's what your little magic puck would uh would fit into but then i i don't know yeah it the terminology gets confusing but let's let's ignore that uh you you did bring up the pricing you know comparing it to to apple and things like that and i think that at least from what we're seeing right now which remember we we've seen one that's definitely being sold another one that's going to be that's going to start selling tomorrow the one that's being sold, which is the 45th anniversary limited edition uh, Magic Band, is currently selling at 32.99, which is the exact same price that the Magic Band One version of the 45th anniversary. Right, so, but it's
0: also LE, like it's limited yes. edition, and yes. so is the Rogue One
1: one. Right, so I fully expect that one to be 32.99. Um, but I, I am, at, don't get me wrong, Magic Bands are expensive, uh, and this right. is somebody who's bought always have been. Bought the Magic Man's, um, But I. it is promising to see that they didn't go, you know what, these are a lot more usable than the other mm-hmm. ones were. Right. And there's a lot more stuff to it, so let's up the price again.
0: Yeah. Because it, at it least is, from what
1: it, we've seen, it's the same price.
0: It is interesting that they're selling both, though. You know, they have a Magic Band Series 1 and a Magic Band Series 2 for sale
1: for the exact same price. I think what happened is the Magic Man Series 1 stuff got Got uh done, or you know was already, I think it had already reached a point that it was going to happen before yeah. the two got finalized. And once they figured out when the two was going to be done, they just decided, you know what, we want some twos that are going to be this forty fifth anniversary as well. But you couldn't plan to stop because as far back as you know, when we saw the FCC filings and initially talked about these uh, Magic Man twos, that was right. that was way back. So clearly. When it was going to launch was not a certain thing at all times, uh, back at Disney, and so I think I think that that's the that we're seeing some, and it wouldn't surprise me if we continue to see a little bit of crossover where there's still some ones that are being sold, but it's eventually going to peter out and you'll start seeing it be two only. Uh, I think probably within the what next month, two months tops. Yeah,
0: probably. I mean, it's uh, at this point Magic Band one other. Unless you liked that form factor, um, Magic Band 1 is
1: inferior. Absolutely, because, again, just like you know, we discussed multiple times with uh, the last time we discussed this, at some point my Magic Band 1s are going to die, and then they're going to be useless. Right. Whereas the Magic Band 2, when that puck dies, I get another one, uh, hopefully continued with my resort stay you know they send mm-hmm. they send me a new one and i take my fancy nice band uh, and just throw that new thing in there and it all still works
0: mhm so and you still have your band and and your lanyard and all that stuff right that i that works. i dropped
1: 27 28 32 33 on <laughs> i still i still at least have that piece of plastic dadgummit. it. So I don't have it pulled up.
0: Does the does the 45th anniversary thing that's 32.99? Does that uh-huh. include the the magical the magical puck? Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's everything that I've seen so far. Whether it was the uh, the the. So they gave out one at destination D uh, to attendees of that. They gave they've started selling this 45th, and they've you know posted images on Disney blog uh, of the uh limited edition Star Wars Rogue One all of those are showing band and puck included as as one thing and i don't know that they're over do you think they'll ever sell it with just the band i mean i could see them selling just a lanyard or whatever but i think the i think the puck is always going to come with a band around it yeah i i think
0: i, th- I think you're right um i don't know if i think you're right for the same reason that you do okay um I think that that puck probably costs a dollar or two. You think it even costs that much? Yeah, but it's a it's a way to make it seem more valuable. Yes, because Uh, if we
1: sold you a thirty three dollar piece of a plastic band that goes around your wrist, you'd go, "Wow, that's insane!" But when we put this little magical puck in the middle, you go, "Oh, that seems reasonable." That you, yeah, that you have no idea
0: what's inside or how it works. But yeah, I bet that little puck thing is like a buck or, or you know, it's some negligible amount. And so, yeah, I think that they will always include one, um, if only just to make it seem like more of a value. But you could take it out and throw it away and put your, you know, already registered little puck in there.
1: Yeah, you know, that'll that's going to be interesting, too, because... I feel like the the resale market was kind of weird when it came to magic bands because, you know, so if I want to sell my my uh, what my Epcot magic band to you, for example, Mm -hmm. you're not going to want to buy it from me for for, you know, unless you just really want one for display because you can't use it. It's been attached to my account and that can never be changed. Right. But now you can just take my puck out, put one of yours in and boom, it's your magic band.
0: Right. Yeah, the band just becomes a watch band. Right. The so you take the you take the watch, you know, itself and connect it to whatever band you want. So, yeah, I think I think the
1: resale market becomes way simpler at this point. And thus a lot more people start buying them so that they can resell them on and yeah. eBay will be inundated with these things <laughs> because it literally
0: is something that like you could the there's already Rogue One Magic Band twos on eBay, and it, yeah, that, I mean, that
1: again we we are recording the night before those have gone on sale, <laughs> and people and people are already selling them. You could sell the Rogue One thing, and people can buy it
0: without even worrying about whether or not it's you know already registered to somebody's account because if it is, they'll just toss it. And use the little puck that comes with their, you know, annual pass, or their, uh, their resort, their resort stay.
1: Now, now the one thing that that I can see where where the puck would still be important though, is there are at least I know with the some of the Star Wars magic bands, remember how they, and I think some of the Christmas ones as well had mm. the the special lights and the special sounds.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So I, I mean, I'm assuming wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree that that's probably still going to be the puck that actually yeah. sets that off? Definitely. Any,
0: anything smart at all is going to be in the, in the puck itself. Yeah. Anything, anything not dumb. It doesn't even have to be smart because that band is just a piece of rubber. So yeah, any, any kind of noise making noise trigger or anything. So yeah, you would, you would probably need the little puck to get the
1: Darth Vader. You know breathing box noise, yeah yeah, uh, see that's gonna so that means that 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 aspect of my magic band can still die, but true. at least the at least the cool design can live on and but and I, that's only that's only limited edition ones too that's true, yeah the standard the standard ones I haven't seen any i can't or at least I can't think of any off the top of my head that had anything special for them that weren't l e so they'll all I, just ding yes, yeah, and I do like the fact that they. That you do actually, you will need a screwdriver to replace your puck. Yeah. Because it is in there super securely. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. It Especially, you know, being on roller coasters, like and Roller Coaster and, and things that are roller coasters that are actually. Space Mountain?
1: Real you, roller coasters. You, do you think you could lose something on Space Mountain? No. I don't know if you could ever lose something on Space Mountain. Yeah. Electronics on Space Mountain, they're always safe. I don't think that's possible. No. No, but yes. Yeah. The, the security will be necessary. Well, and, and just, you know, you're walking down the, sh- you, you know, walking down main street and you're swinging your arm. Right. You don't want to suddenly see that go flying, which, <laughs> you know, I have had happen with my little, I've got a little, uh, Geomi, me, me band, um, which is a similar sort of design where it's got a, the, the smarts are in a, in a band and you can take it out to charge and everything. and there have been two or three times where I looked down and went, huh, where's the little thing that goes in that, the thing that actually cost all the money? And I look around and usually it's, it's somewhere nearby thus far, but I know there's going to come a point where I'm going to do that and it's going to be gone forever. <laughs> yeah. Or not happen at home. Yes. And I don't, and I definitely don't want to lose my, my little, the, the smarts of my magic band. Because that uh, that gives access to a little bit more than I w- what I want to just throw around. So right. But hey, you know what? I don't think we had anything negative to say about the magic magic band Pup thing. Yay! 2.0. No, I love it. I'm I love I'm it.
0: all over it. Sweet, sweet
1: positivity. <laughs> yay!
0: Yay! I think that'll do it for this week's episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast, And you can visit us on the web at missingthemouth.co. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And until then, have a magical day.